0: Welcome, welcome, and and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rob Zaccari Show. Yes, the first show of the new year. First show of the new year, 2017. And big news to report, big news to report. Not about the ongoing battle, in Congress. Um, rather it's the Democrats. With Chuck Schumer or. Republicans with inept Paul Ryan. No, 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 no. Big news. Charles Manson has been hospitalized. Yes. Charles Manson has hospitalized. 82 years old. He's been hospitalized. I, I we're getting ready to go on, and I'm, you know, got the show notes, and I'm. Oh, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about. And one of my people go, Oh no, you got, you got to talk about Manson. I said what? He goes, You got to talk about Manson. And what are you talking? He goes, Manson. They, they took him from, Cochran the, 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 in his cell, and they, they rushed him to the hospital. I said so. What? You got to talk. i got That's breaking news. I said I don't know if it's breaking news. He said no, it's breaking news. You got to talk. I said okay, all right, I'll talk. I said for you because I take requests now. That's that's the new thing we're doing for 2017. Taking requests from the staff. So there you go. There's your breaking news. Charles Manson has been rushed uh, to the hospital with some type of ailment. Isn't that something that effing Charles Manson is still alive, but Carrie Fisher, dead. (laughs) Princess Leia, she's gone. But uh, Chucky Manson still kicking. He's still kicking. Haven't seen him do one of them wild interviews in a while. I don't know those of you who are... Young, listen to the show, uh, and don't, uh, well, you you wouldn't have seen the
1: Geraldo
0: interviews. Not to get off the uh, political uh, conversation, but since I am opening the show talking about Chuck, because one of my staff members said, you got to lead with it, I will bring up Geraldo Rivera used to actually do, I don't know, meaningful um, interviews, but he did relevant interviews. He was actually relevant at one time. He had a a program that was uh, Jerry Springer before Jerry Springer. Geraldo used to have the Geraldo Rivera show, and he would have... uh, Clan members, and he would have, uh, <laughs> I kid you not, he'd have like the clan on one side, he'd have a bunch of black folk on the other, and basically he would uh, gin up the tension to the point where a fight would break out. And fights broke out where Geraldo got his nose broke, someone swung a chair and smashed him in the nose but one of his big interviews he did was Charles Manson and it's epic so go online go to YouTube uh, punch up Charles Manson Geraldo Rivera interview great stuff great stuff Charles Manson he's uh, dancing (laughs) He's, he's doing all these hand gestures and Talking about good and evil. Fascinating stuff. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. So, look it up. But, he's still alive. Carrie Fisher, dead. Amazing. Amazing. And, the mom, dead. So, you got Princess Leia and the mom, dead. And good old... Charles Manson is still alive. Who knows? Maybe he'll die. Uh, Maybe he'll die tomorrow. I don't know. But there you go. There's the breaking news. My staff wanted me to talk about it. There. It's done. I talked about it. All right? All right. So, well, no, I'm already... I'll tell you guys about my uh, baby stuff. They're they're like you gotta talk about the baby stuff. There's so much stuff to get to today because we've been gone for a few days. It's a new year. Uh, we have uh, new uh, formats. We have we have new things we're gonna do on the show. We're, we're, we've got a ton of a, a lot of this week's gonna be a good week. I I know we were off yesterday, but it's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good Month, it's going to be a a great year, a lot of big things planned, a lot of exciting things. We'll talk about the baby stuff later. Let me just get to uh, the first topic, please, you guys. All right. So, New Year's. Who watched the ball drop on ABC, the uh, Mariah Carey fiasco? Who watched that? You Yeah, okay, you see that. Who watched... Uh, bowling and doing the new. Let me just throw this out there. I was a little disappointed because A, it's on the East Coast, so it's very cold. And B, because it's cold, Gafoyle uh, wasn't able to dress the way she normally dresses. Normally, she's got the low cut top, she's got the boobs, they're out. They're really out. They're big and they're 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 screaming at you. She's all bundled up, so all we get is the big hair. Disappointing, but third, who watched Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin? Now, I talked about this because I was shocked. Seriously shocked. And, and and it's hard to get shocked from Cooper. And Griffin, but every year I get shocked by their little shenanigans. Now, throughout the campaign, we would talk about it on this program, and that being, how could
1: Donald Trump be the president? Or you know, how could he be running for president? He, a, he's a Kardashian. How come well, this is serious? But we were constantly. Being blasted with this is serious business. How can we, you know, you gotta be, you can't tweet, and you, you 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 can't do TV shows, and this is it.
0: month after month after month after month we would hear that, and we would hear it from people that are supposed to be journalists. They're supposed to be Reporters. And somehow, somehow, they're above reality shows, tweeting, being personalities. They're they're above that because they're serious reporters. But the people saying these things are not serious reporters, they're not journalists. They are reality. News hosts. And I would talk about it all the time. So when you would hear people like Cooper or people like Lemon or people like Maddow or people like uh, Bash and Cuomo. Talking about this seriousness and, and the, the presidency, and you gotta have a president that's like Obama, and it, you know the rigmarole. You 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 know that at nauseum. And then when Trump would call somebody out. You would hear these same people, oh, this is an attack on journalists. This is an attack on free speech. And we're going to be scared to do our jobs. And how are they do? It? But they're not journalists, they're not reporters, they're activists, they're news, they're, they're reality news hosts. We're not talking about Walter Cronkite. We're not talking about Edwin R.
1: Hell, we're not even talking about Bernie Shaw. You're talking about people
0: that are commenting about girls' breasts. On New Year's Eve, uh, ball drop. Talking about people that are doing uh, late night uh, comedy shows. Talking about people, Brian Williams, that are making up stories. Acts of heroism. I mean, I mean l- literally, making up stories to pad the credentials of their journalistic lives. So when Trump goes, Hey, you're a jerk off, oh how could he how could he say that? Okay, I'll tell you how he can say that. So you're watching Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper do their little shtick, okay? Don't want to be negative. Don't want to be derogatory to all my homosexual friends. But it's basically the shtick of a old derogatory stereotype where you would call Kathy Griffin a F-hag. Okay? Someone like Kathy Griffin at a bar hanging with a bunch of people like Anderson Cooper and that woman would be called an F hag. So they're doing their 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 F hag routine. Okay? And now they're cutting back and forth to Don Lemon. Now remember, he's a journalist. He's a reporter. You know, this is a guy that just, he's again, these are the people that are questioning everything that Donald Trump is doing. Oh, how could he do this? How could he do that? How could he say that? He's acting like this. He's acting like that. He can't say this about reporters. He can't do this. He has to take what he's doing seriously. He has to take what we do. <laughs> okay. And as they keep going to Don Lemon, who happens to be with Kate Baldwin, it's obvious that Don Lemon is getting drunker
1: and drunker
0: and drunker as the night goes on. Now, a year ago, would well, actually be two years ago because we're already in the, uh, the, the new year, and we did a story on this. I, I did a big bit on this. Don Lemon groping, or I should say, I guess you can't. out. Well, could you call it groping when he was in the hot tub? And he's and and there's, what? You know what? What? Okay, we'll 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 not be fake news right now. You know the CNNs and the MSNBs, and, he's, and we'll refrain from saying groping. He's in a hot tub, okay. And and he's touchy feely with people. He's commenting on Kathy Griffin's breasts, wanting to see her breasts, saying she's got a nice rack. So at least you could say sexist right? You could at least you can you can at least say sexist comments. So two years ago, Don Lemon's in a hot tub. He's talking about Kathy Griffith's rack. There's other people in the hot tub. He's touching them. He's playing feetsies. Very inappropriate for a journalist, a reporter, somebody that interviews presidential candidates and criticizes those presidential candidates. Of not being serious or being inappropriate by the way they talk to reporters. So remember, Don Lemon commenting on how it's inappropriate for Donald Trump to call out reporters that attack him because they are. Admirable people, they, they are just good, hard-working journalists trying to get just the facts to the American people because it's their duty. And, and he's in a hot tub talking about Kathy Griffin's breasts. So we jump forward to a few nights ago. And as they keep cutting to Don Lemon and Kate Baldwin, it's obvious Don Lemon is getting drunker and drunker and drunker and acting stupider, stupider, and stupider to the point where he's now getting his earpiece pierced. His earpiece. His earpiece pierced. Blah blah blah. While Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper are talking to him. So you got Don Lemon drunk off his ass with Kate Baldwin in a tattoo shop or I don't know what the hell they were at. And they're going back and forth with Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffith on a remote feed. And three out of the four people are, quote-unquote, journalists, reporters. Three out of the four people on a regular basis Criticize Donald Trump Go back and forth with people on panels Criticizing Donald Trump How did we get to this point Oh my god How could we have a president To a reality show These are Quote unquote straight journalists Getting their ears pierced Talking about breasts Hanging out in hot tubs Being drunk off their ass And they're how did we get to this point? How did we get to this point? How did we get to this point? It's like when we talked last week about the Democrats going, oh, Obama's a presidency, it's, it's been scandal-free. Look, see? What, whoa, what do you mean scandal-free? What they're saying is he wasn't getting fellatio in the White House. He wasn't getting fellatio in the White House, so that's scandal-free. Obamacare, you can keep your insurance, Fast and Furious, (laughs) the Syria, the Red Line, IRS, witch hunt going after conservative groups. Those aren't scandals. They didn't involve fellatio. Since there was no fellatio, not a
1: scandal. That's where we are.
0: So here's Don Lemon getting his earpiece pierced. Piece. I keep saying peace, peace, pierce, peace, pierce. And he's talking about how horrible 2016. I mean, just so drunk. Like, beyond drunk. And then you talk, you, 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 you put on CNN today, and he's got this straight face while well, he's talking about Congress, talking about ethics and talking about North Korea and he's got this straight face on and he's like hmm yeah so how could Donald Trump and three nights ago he's getting his ear pierced drunk off his ass oh, this, Donald uh, uh, this is the worst they, they had to cut his microphone off they, they basically had to dump Don Lemon. They dumped Don Lemon. They're
1: in the control room.
0: Oh God, we gotta, we gotta dump this. We got Who knows what he's. He's talking about how bad 2016 was. What's he gonna say? What if he says something so over the top? What if he? What if he starts talking about Bukkake? Huh? What if? What if? What if Don Lemon starts talking about Bukaki?
1: It? I,
0: I I I did a bukaki with thirty seven guys and it was just so bad. What if he what if he breaks their their dump? Gone. Cut his mic off, cut everything off. No more Don Lemon. Afraid he's gonna talk about Bukaki okay uh. And these are the people that are offended that Trump goes why do I need to talk to them? Because we're journalists. You're, you know you're, you're a jerk-off. You're a drunk jerk-off. Getting your ear pierced on national TV for New Year's Eve. You're acting like a frat boy. And you're a 40-something-year-old journalist. You're a forty-something-year-old journalist that anchors a what, eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night program on CNN? Kidding me? And people go, oh, Donald Trump is a threat to our democracy. How could he attack a journalist? What what journalist? Because he says Don Lemon. Is as dumb as a rock yeah, he's attacking a ju- Tom Lemon's not a journalist. You can't be taken serious, okay? When you're drunk off your ass uh, and having spike the tattoo body piercer, pierce your ear here's Z. Kate Baldwin cannot be taken serious while she's sitting next to Don Lemon and walking him through as he's drunk and he's getting his ear pierced on national TV on New Year. Anderson Cooper cannot be taken serious while he's communicating back and forth between Don Lemon, Kate Baldwin, and... He's standing next to Kathy Griffith, and they're ooing and eyeing that Don Lemon is getting his ear pierced. These three people are the, the the faces of CNN. They're the faces
1: of this. Donald Trump is attacking journalists. He's attacking free speech. He's
0: attacking free press. He's attacking. They're the face of. Donald Trump is attacking free press. No, Donald Trump is attacking jerk-offs. Frat boys. No, it was like four people at,
1: at a frat house.
0: Kate Baldwin egging the gay black guy
1: on. Just do it. Just one more. Come on. You're almost at 35 guys for this bukkake. Come on. Just do it, time. And then you got the other, the
0: the other white gay kid. Well, oh, just yeah, just do it. I already did it. And then the old hag, just the old hag, this egg. I mean, I, I, this is the press. This is the free press. This is the journalists.
1: These are the reporters.
0: How could Donald Trump
1: just attack us? We are. You are what? Well, we are we are just giving information to the
0: American people. What information? What information that you're drunk off your ass, getting your ear pierced? That's the information. That's that's so pertinent. Get the f out of here, man! Get out of here! You guys are all out of your effing minds. Legit, you guys are all out of your effing minds. And if, listen, if Don Lemon in the hot tub two years ago, talking about Kathy Griffith's rack, and playing footsies with other people in a hot tub, wasn't that moment of, hey, just stop with calling these people journalists and reporters and acting like Trump is attacking Walter Cronkite when he calls out Lemon or if if that wasn't the point where you're like, come on now. The other night was Don Lemon getting his pierced, drunk off his ass, crying about how bad 2016 was to Kate Baldwin. Well, Anderson Cooper and his hag were oohing and on. Oh my God, he's going to do it. Oh, he's doing it. And these same people are
1: outraged
0: that Trump would refuse to do an interview with XYZ reporter or calls out reporters. How can he do this? He's a He's that Guys. You lost, but forget the credibility you—forget lo- the credibility you lost by just saying, "Oh, look at the polls, look at the this." And Donald Trump has no chance to win, and look at this news, and look at that, and it all turned out to be BS. If, if that wasn't bad enough to lose all credibility, being drunk, okay, getting your ear pierced by Spike the Piercer. Crying about 2016 Should be the nail In the coffin Okay, should be the nail in the coffin Probably won't Probably won't There's still millions of people that go
1: No, what, Donald Trump is He's an evil man <laughs> When he calls out reporters He's attacking free
0: speech." Nah, he's attacking Don Lemon Drunk Don Lemon The Bukaki Specialist, okay? Uh, it's Rob Zaccari, it's a Robs Rob Show We're going to take a quick break When we come back We're going to talk about uh, Chris Sizilla. Uh, I always say his name wrong Okay? Talk about Chris Zilla Zilla We'll real quick, we'll be right back. I just take a quick break, do a little commercial, and then we'll go from there. It's Rob's Care. It's Rob's Care Show. Don't go away.
2: Are you, are you coming to the train led by a man who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men called out for a wall built by crane Media is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men call out the fools who lead in vain Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign Let's meet this year on the trauma train Are you, are you coming to the train Where a hat of hope side by side with me make america great again break the chain let's meet this year on the trump train
0: and we are going to be respected by the world again and not
3: laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians
0: it's not going to go on any longer I you we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you guys have just tuned in. Uh, we are back. Big announcement, beginning of the show. Uh, Charles Manson uh, has been <laughs> has been rushed uh, to the uh, to the hospital. Charles Manson's still alive. And uh, Carrie Fisher dead. Debbie Reynolds dead. But Chucky Manson is still alive. All right. Again, we'll talk about my own uh, uh, baby stuff when we uh, take another break. But I want to talk about Chris. uh, How do you say the name right? I mean, I say everybody's name wrong. I mean, that's the charm of this show and me that I say. Everybody's name wrong. One of my friends said, dude, you say everybody's name. And I'm not even talking about show. For, I put the show aside throughout life. I would always say people's names wrong. If their name was Greg. I call him Craig. <laughs> Stupid stuff like that. Chris S- but I know that's not how you say it. I know it's not S- Silliza. I I always say it's Zilla. I always say it's (laughs) Zilla. So he wrote this article in the Washington Post. And now the the Washington Post is still trafficking in fake news. They they had this great uh, fake news bit over the weekend about um, Russians hacking but to the point where they actually had to do a retraction but remember for every the liberals talk about uh, Trump or uh, a conservative site that prints a Trump headline and then they have to go and do fact checking you know the Hillary Clinton word fact checker back. Fact- Checker got a fact check fact check and then the liberals get all upset and say, well, the headline's already out there the statement by Trump is already out there, so by the time the fact checkers get involved, that misinformation is already out into the public, but yet they do forget times st- they do the same thing to. Times 10,000. So when they put a headline that says, um, Russia hacked the power grid at a Vermont power company, you're like, whoa! Whoa! And then you read through the story, and you're like, wait a minute. They found malware on a laptop that was not connected to the power grid. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So they basically found a virus on a laptop that very well could have been a guy looking at porn sites. Just some some worker. Some worker using a laptop Downloading dog porn or god uh, eel porn very 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 nasty stuff girls uh fornicating with eels Ugh. Ugh. maybe he was looking at some German porn some scat porn where where stuff where you got uh, uh men and women playing in their own excrement who knows you know those people in Vermont are are a little kooky. They're a little wacky. They're a little crazy. They're Bernie supporters. All Bernie supporters are little, little off the rails. So it could very well have been someone scanning German <laughs> German scat porn sites. You don't know. And they got a virus they got some malware, so once people called the Washington Post out on this, they then had to uh, basically put a editor's disclaimer that clarified, well, the Russians didn't hack the power grid this 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 virus was found. On a laptop. That laptop wasn't connected to the power grid. So. I guess they. Well. The headline was already. Blasting it out. I mean I saw it. I was like oh wow. This is pretty heavy. I didn't see. The retraction. Or the editor's note until I went on uh, Breitbart or the Daily Caller now if I didn't go to Breitbart or the Daily Caller I wouldn't have known about that retraction so your typical liberal douchebag they saw that headline they went oh my god Russia tried to tried to Hack into the power grid In Vermont After the Russians Made Ronda Rousey get her ass kicked In 45 seconds They moved on To the power grid in Vermont Oh my god They never went back The hipster douchebags That read the Washington Post Never went back Oh, look at that. There's a retract. They they didn't. So, the next time one of your hipster
1: douchebag friends go, well, you know, when when Donald Trump says these things and and then the fact checkers go, please stop. Okay? Just stop.
0: Give them that example. Okay? Give them that example. So, Chris wrote this article about how the media restore their credibility and, and how they can improve going forward by just making a couple very, very simple changes to the way They do business. This Washington Post article was all about the Washington Post and the New York Times and say the Daily Beast having reporters spend more time in states like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania in Ohio. And maybe even employ local reporters in those areas. People that can get a real feel of the average folk. People who don't necessarily live in New York or Washington, D.C., or even Los Angeles, California. And if the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Daily Beast, Salon, if all of these news organizations would have done that, if they would have had reporters in the trenches, they would have had reporters in the trenches, they would have gotten a feel, and the reporting would have been different. And in turn, the concept, the prediction that Hillary Clinton was going to wipe the map with Donald Trump would not have happened because these reporters embedded or reporters from these areas would have gotten the feeling because they would have been talking to these people. And so in turn, You wouldn't have had what you had. And again, people like Chris Zilla and the rest of the media still don't get it. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what some reporter in a small city in Wisconsin, or a small city in Pennsylvania, it doesn't matter what they say. Ultimately, they're not the ones that are appearing on Chris Matthews. They're not the ones that are appearing on Don Lemon they're not the ones that are writing articles in the daily beast it's people like olivia nonunzio and ashwan mashman these are the people that are writing the articles these are the people that are on the tv programs and, and no matter what reporter, I, I don't care if it's a pig farmer, no matter what they tell a Chris or a Olivia Nunzio, these liberal, hipster douchebags would have and still Will dismiss whatever information they get. Do you really think at the end of the day some pig farmer that spends uh you know half his time as a uh, a, a journalist for the local pig farmer newspaper or w- whatever in Iowa or Wisconsin or wherever? Giving Chris Zilla notes about the temperature of the community is gonna any any way, shape, or change Chris Zilla's reporting. It's gonna change any Chris Zilla is gonna write or Olivia Nunzio. Remember, according to all of them, anybody that voted for Trump is a racist. Anybody that voted for Trump is a racist, is a Nazi. And if they say they're not a racist or they're not a Nazi, they're they're really suppressing that hate. They're really suppressing the fact that they really are a racist and a Nazi. CNN did this whole article. I, 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 we're not, here I am talking about it. I told uh, my staff, I said, we're not going to, I'm not going to talk about that tomorrow. We'll talk about tomorrow. And here I am talking about it, and I don't have my notes and things that I wanted to comment on it. But CNN had their, I, I don't know what, who or what they are. I mean, CNN is just full, just good. They're, they're out of their mind. They're they're like, "F it." We're 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 like a fast food restaurant that's contaminated people with salmonella. We, we've had seven deaths. We're 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 never gonna re- rebound. We're ne- we're just not. We're not. We're we're never gonna rebound. We're we're always gonna be tainted. We've already lost X amount of business. We're we're done. So, f it. Let's just embrace it and go forward. That's what CNN's doing because now, forget about it. Rather, it's uh, New York Times as Nick Lisk, Kristoff, uh, uh, uh,
1: Woodward Burns.
0: It. it And these guys just sit on the on these pan, for the panel, they just go one on one with Don Lemon or Cooper, and it's basically a platform for, you know, Kristoff to bash Trump for 15 minutes. So CNN had this piece, and again, we'll 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 talk about it more in depth, where it's all about racism, and if you aren't racist or you say you're not racist but you voted for Trump, you really are racist. But you're you're suppressing it. You're like somebody that was molested as a child. You're you're like somebody that was molested by your creepy uncle. And you're like, ah, you know what? He only he only touched my pee pee once. He only touched it one time. I'm gonna pretend it didn't happen. And you just bury it. So what they're saying is,
1: even the people
0: that say, I'm not a racist, I voted for Obama in 08,012, I just uh, liked Trump's message about, uh, you know, the jobs, and, and, I, and I, I wasn't fond of Hillary Cut. Nope, you're a racist. No, 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 but I voted for, nope, you have suppressed racism. Just like people that say the Confederate flag isn't racism. And the South and the Civil War was not about slaves. It's about state rights. That's a lie. So that was the whole article about anybody who believes that is a racist, pressed racist. So now, now we're being told, okay, okay, you're not a racist you really are. Deep down inside in your subliminal mind that that you are racist. But I'm not. No, 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 no. But you are. Now it's like, okay, wink, wink, but you are. So it doesn't matter if you have reporters that are local in these you know, Rust Belt areas. Okay, so they come back and they tell Chris Azilla, hey, man, I was just at a rally and there were a thousand people there and they really love Trump. But you know what? There's 55,000 that love Hillary because nobody, nobody who has a half a brain would vote for Trump. So it doesn't matter what type of reporter. It doesn't matter. Woman doesn't matter. It, just, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, whatever they relay to the Christozellas or the Ashwan Mashmans or the Olivia Nunzios or the Nicholas Christoffs doesn't matter because they are the ones that call the shots and they're the ones that dismiss anything from anybody from day one. Remember, guys, when Hillary Clinton or uh, uh, Lincoln Chafee or Marco Rubio or Ted, when any of these people would have a rally or have, you know, whatever event. And there'd literally be 100 people there. I think a couple times Tim Kaine was by himself, and there was like 20 people there. Jeb Bush had people falling asleep. Jeb Bush had people where he had to beg them to clap. Okay, you could clap now. Can you clap, please? And it's like two people. And Trump's got thousands.
1: And all of these
0: people dismissed those thousands. So the Chris and the Ashwan Mashmans, and then the Olivia Nunzios, then the Nicholas Kristofs, they all dismissed those. Ah, they're just there for the show. They're, they're not going to vote. They're not gonna vote they just waited in line for four hours it's cold, it's raining it's cold. yeah but they're just there for the show the show listen Metallica's a show okay Ringling brothers that's a show I mean yeah I'm a Trump guy but you know forty five minutes of Trump riffing okay sure it's a show but If you're going to tell me that you're going to wait in line for three or four hours to watch Trump for 45 minutes riff, and you're not going to vote, you're not going to stand in line for five minutes and vote? Because not all polling places have lines around the corner. Okay, My, My polling place here in Glendale, California, had five old ladies running it. So all of these people dismissed these crowds... So what difference would it have made if there were field reporters, if the Washington Post hired field reporters from those areas, from you know, uh, rural Pennsylvania or Wisconsin, and those field reporters were telling uh, the Nicholas Kristoffs, or the Christzillas, "Oh man, all these people are, are popping for Trump. What would it have mattered? You could see these people popping for Trump. You could see Trump go to an area and have 5,000 people at a rally and then you could see Ted Cruz go to that area and there's 500 people for a rally. And then Hillary Clinton could go to that area and there's you know 1,500 people for that rally. So what would a field reporter have done when chris fizzilla goes this is how you 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 get integrity and how you get the the media back to the you got to have people in the heartland you what what's that to do rally after rally month after month we could see it you could see a football stadium and what would the media say well, Donald Trump expected 50,000 people, but only 30,000 showed up. Okay. They had to close half the stadium because they couldn't put the 50,000 in. Okay, so how many people were there? You know, there's still a good crowd, like twenty five, maybe 28,000. Wow, okay. Well, how many people are there for Hillary? How many people are there for Ted Cruz? How many people are there for Jeb Bush? Yeah, but that doesn't mean those people are going to vote. It doesn't mean they're going to Okay. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Unless you fire all of these media people, unless you fire every single one of these people... You're going to get the same results. I, w- I was watching Chris Matthews uh, earlier today doing show prep, doing what I do, hitting all the shows. Rather, it's, you know, what, Carlson and, you know, going back of, okay, blah, blah, blah. What are they talking about? What did they? And they actually had a girl from the USA Today doing
1: poll numbers, literally, literally. She was talking about polls. I, I had to do a – I'm sitting here doing up the notes
0: because I still do stuff uh, via paper. Those of you who are listening to the radio, I'm holding up paper to our um, Periscope feeds or whatever other feeds that we got. I still write all my notes on paper. And But I looked up like, wait a minute, did she just talk about – she's like, right now Donald Trump has got the lowest rating as it comes to – uh, people and how they feel uh, if uh, about the job that he could do. He has the lowest up, and then she starts rattling. Obama's numbers were higher, and uh, George, but he's got the lowest. Up. So you're you're actually talking about polls. You're actually talking about polls. It. it listening to these very same people talk about polls is like it's like one of your one of your one of your drunk friends or one of your friends getting drunk at a party or or, or whatever and acting like a complete lunatic there's just doing there's donkeys involved there's there's uh You know, scat play, bad, bad things. Bad, bad things. And it's that... It's that thing that no one talks about, ever. Like, ever. It's like, alright, let's just pretend that didn't happen. And then that person brings it up. and, and, And brings up... Basically doing some of the same stuff that put him in the situation... That involved donkeys and and feces. And you just kind of look at them like, bro, seriously? You know, you get that feeling like, oh my God, I can't. That's what it's like to watch these journalists, and I hate to call them journalists, talk about polls. Well, according to this poll, the uh, Donald Trump, really, a poll. Every single effing poll that you, even just the poll that the liberals use, that they, President Obama's approval rating is uh, 60%, and he's got the high, he's approaching Ronald Reagan approval, Uh, excuse me, McFly, uh, Ronald Reagan was able uh, to get George Bush Sr. elected. Okay? So, for you my liberal hipster douchebag friend to try to make that comparison. is pretty ridiculous because Reagan's approval rating got George Bush elected. Obama's through the roof approval rating got Donald Trump elected. It got Republicans control of the Senate, the House, governorships. I mean, that's been the biggest real lie. Talk about messed up polls. Talk about messed up polls. The worst thing that liberals uh, have done in the past eight years have literally propped up Obama, propped him up, to where you go, if this guy's so popular, if his policies are so popular, if everything he does is so popular and it's so 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 scary awesome, why is everybody around him, everybody associated with him? Dog crap. Why are governors dog crap? State legislatures dog crap. House, dog crap, Senate, dog crap, everything that this guy is around is dog crap. How? How? How is this? (laughs) How? So I think for liberals, one of the other disservice they did was A, telling everybody, Hillary Clinton was unstoppable, and she was going to win, uh, you know, 400 something electoral votes to 50. She was going to win uh, 90, 100 million people are going to vote for her, 30 million people are going to vote for Trump, and it was just the, you know, Ku Klux Klaners. So the left has been doing this from day one. So, how having a reporter embedded in these areas reporting back to the Washington Times and the New York Times is going to change anything? How's that going to change anything? The people that control these papers, the 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 who's who of these, uh, you know, outlets, are hipster douchebags. Are liberal hipster douchebags who believe. Their way is the right way. And if you don't believe in everything that they're spewing out there, then you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're a xenophobe, you're... Every phobe there is. Because this moron, Chris Azilla, Is one of them. Eugene Robinson. Is one of them. Van Jones. Is one of them.
1: They are all. The same.
0: All of these. Actors. All of these comedians. They're all the same. How is having a field reporter that is, uh, you know, in touch with middle America going to change Chris Zilla? How? It's not going to happen. I mean, these guys, listen, I'm in Los Angeles. I know how they all think. I know how these people think. Remember, I used to be a liberal douchebag. I used to have that mentality. Okay? I used to have that mentality. I used to have that mentality of, well, uh, our gasoline here in Los Angeles is 290, and the gasoline in Georgia or Texas or, you know, Mississippi is ninety a gallon. Well, that's because who wants to live in those areas, to be in those areas? Who wants to be a, a, a hick, a hillbilly? Who wants to walk into a restaurant and everybody's got a gun strapped up? Who wants... I used to be one of those people. That attitude of, well, our cost of living here is more because our place, our, our city, our, our community is better than yours. That's a liberal mindset. That is a Chris Zilla, Huffington Post... Ariana Huffington, that's a mindset. That's not going to change because you've got some pig farmer who's also a reporter for the local paper giving you information about the temperature of the people in that community. If anything, it's it, it's going to make people like Chris Zilla uh, even more hipster douchebaggy.
1: It's going to make them even more
0: disgruntled. Oh, I got a who? Do, oh, I got to call. Yeah, I I, I got a call. Yes yeah, so up. I could go with you for coffee. I could go with you uh to uh, Coffee Pete's. But call but who you got who you got to call? Uh we've got to re- we've got this freelance reporter in um Pennsylvania right now. He's up in like the uh the Amish parts. Yeah. Yeah. I got to okay, he's in, I have somebody in Plattsburgh. I got wherever yeah, and I gotta talk to them. They they got some, you know, they got they got some news that there's a break out there. We, yeah, I know. Well, why? Well, because the the paper wants to have a they would you know they want to uh, have a, a voice of these you know these Ku Klux Klan. Or, I mean, get out of here, Chris Zilla. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Chris Zilla. That's how we can do it. We're going to have reporters on the, on the ground, and they're going to tell you that uh, uh, there's a lot of excitement. I remember; it, it sounds so basic, and, and I watched people on the left, rather it was Hillary uh, Rosen. I think her name was Hillary Rosen. All of the 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 Democrats, all of them, when they were on the panels, and someone like Jeffrey Lord, a Trump supporter, will talk about signs. I know, sounds silly, but again, if you're in a community, say you're in Glendale, and you're sixty year old man, you've been around the political block, okay been around the political block and throughout presidential elections you notice signs you notice bumper stickers you notice signs in store windows and if throughout your say 20 years or 25 years you notice a trend and then all of a sudden that trend is flip-flop And you're seeing signs that you've never saw before. Doesn't that give you a unscientific, scientific vibe of the way an election or or a vote or whatever might go? So when somebody's saying... Oh, the Democrat, Hillary Clinton, is going to win this state by 12 points. And you normally see uh, 50 um, Clinton-Gore signs or uh, Obama-Biden signs. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing Trump-Pence. Doesn't that kind of give you a vibe but man, I watch Jeffrey Lord get mocked so much. The liberals, oh Jeffrey, you can't gauge. You can't. You can't get a. What's wrong with you? Oh, okay. So again, what's a field reporter that's somewhat embedded in these areas, like Chris Zilla says, doesn't mean that they have to live there per se. Okay, so you got uh, Katie Tur. Okay, you got that turd living in Plattsburgh, or you got her living in Ohio. You got her living in Youngstown. Okay, she she she's she's living there, but traveling with the campaign. All right, then what? So she goes to a restaurant. She hears people go, "I like Trump. I like Trump. Trump's a good." So she's gonna what? Appear on Rachel Maddow's show and go. I got to tell you, Rachel. I I, I got to tell you, I, I I'm, I'm thinking uh, Ohio is going to be for Trump. I'm. Th- She's not going to say that. She could barely stomach to talk about the crowds. She could barely stomach talking about how many people were at Trump rallies. You got to remember something, guys. You got to remember something. And it's still going on today. Till Trump won. And the media still thinks it was just a fluke. It it, it was was an aberration. Okay? It was seeing Jesus on toast. the media influences our culture and you remember what i've said before the media slash you know hollywood slash news it's all one and the same so no matter if the news was good they were not going to report that the news was good because they didn't want any positive information whatsoever to get out involving Trump. So even if he did something good, they found a way to either not give him credit or spin it to where it's not really good. You might think it's good, I mean, look what they're doing now. I, I mean, look what they're look what they're doing now. Anything positive that happens, whether it's uh, you know, uh, 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 Ford and, and their deal or Carrier, it's well, okay. He's going to. Uh, 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 you know, they're going to keep jobs in in Indiana, but it's not what Trump said.
1: So no matter what, no matter what,
0: they weren't going to give him credit for anything positive. They're going to do anything positive. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So what would change if you had a reporter embedded in the Rust Belt? What what would change? Why would they report anything positive? The media still feels that they shape how country looks, how it runs, everything about this country. So if they decide they want to put policy or they want to push a culture change, that's what they do. So again, no reporter in the field Rather, they have roots in the Rust Belt with with the average American. Ultimately, it has to go to Nicholas Kristof. It has to go to the people at CNN. And like I talked about the CNN story that was uh, put together over the weekend. Where they talked about racial amnesia. And that everybody that voted for Trump is really a racist. They just have it buried. They 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 reconcile it. So you have a reporter embedded, and he tells whoever, oh, here's my notes. This is what's going. On. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't matter. And that's why uh, Chris Cezilla is a jack off. He will. Always be a jack-off. He's never going to change. None of these um, liberal douchebags are going to change. They're always going to be exactly what they are. They're always going to be exactly what they are. It's Rob's Carrie. It's Rob's Carrie. Yo, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after. Um, I don't know what the hell we're going to play. Maybe Baked Alaska. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Build the wallet. She's got 10 feet higher. Build the wallet. She's got 10 feet strong. Build the wallet. She's got 10 feet Higher and build and build and build and just build a wall Build and build and build and just build a wall I just want to make America great I just want to have a strong take on my plate Making history again, cause my daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah, that's just the beginning make america great I just wanna have a trump take on my plate. making history again cause my daddy keeps winning got the nomination yeah that's just the beginning build the wallet just got 10 feet higher build the wallet just got 10 feet strong build the wallet just got 10 feet higher and builds My daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah, that's just the beginning I just wanna make America great I just wanna have a Trump take on my plate Making history again Cause my daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah, that's just the The wallet just got ten feet higher. Build the wallet just got ten feet strong. Build the wallet just got ten feet higher and build and build and build and just build the wall.
0: America great again. I like it. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob's Care, it's Rob's Care Show uh all right, so I'll give you guys the uh uh the funny bit of news the funny the schmidgen bit of news so this morning we had a um, uh we had a bit of an emergency a bit well it wasn't an emergency emergency. Because nothing happened, but it was an emergency. Uh, nonetheless, so let me throw this out there real quick. I know we need to be talking about politics, but we gotta throw this out there. You know, this is our this is the two uh, this is the show here. And yes, we I have we I have Starbucks machine. We have a, a, a green room here, guys. Someone goes, you have Starbucks? Yeah, we have Starbucks. I told you guys before I should be boycotting them, but uh, I don't know. I, it's not that bad if I bust their balls when I'm in there, is it? All right, anyways. So this morning, for those of you who are new to the show, uh, my girlfriend is pregnant. And she is due on the 23rd of this month. 23rd. Okay. So, uh, today was the last of the, um, um, <laughs> I know I got, I know you got, I know I got to say Trump and a dry- I, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Uh, okay. I'm going to tell you guys, I'll do the Trump on the Starbucks cup tomorrow when they, uh, when they go and do the, uh, coffee run. uh at night when they, cause our show's at night. Those of you who listen to this on a tape delay, uh, when they, uh, go on the coffee run at night, I'll tell them, you gotta do, you gotta put Trump, you gotta do, I want to see it on the big box cause they get the big box that they do on the, uh, on the, the there, there's a couple there. there I, I, hey, I'm spending too much time. On me, at the beginning of the show, we talked about Manson because, uh, uh, one of the staff members said, you got to talk about Manson. And now I'm talking about Starbucks too much. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Let me get back to my baby conversation. So uh, we go to the, the sonogram thing where they, they it's the last one uh, that uh, determines 100% a hundred percent that the baby's awesome. It's 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 cool as hell, and it's you know I I already know that it has all of its fingers and its toes and all that stuff, and it's not retarded or or anything like that, and it doesn't have uh, you know uh, whatever problems that happens with the machine. Anyways, the last couple times that we have gone to get all the sonogram stuff, whatever the hell you call it. My girlfriend's blood pressure would spike. But then it would come back down when we would go see our other doctor, Dr. Katzi. Uh, And we would just attribute it to being nervous because you could see the baby on the on the thing. It's like all 4D imaging. It's pretty wild stuff. Now, today, when we went there, her blood pressure was uh, high again, and then they did uh, a protein urine test, and it showed that she had protein in her uh, urine, so uh, our one doctor was a little concerned, and he said, listen, what I want you to do is go over to the hospital where... Uh, our baby uh, is all set to be born at, you know, it's all registered and all that good stuff. He said, I want you to go over there. I want you to do a test. Now, our uh, doctor, Katsi, that is going to deliver the baby, is actually out of town. Yes, it's like a knocked up situation. She's in Costa Rica. And before she left, we made a joke about it. And I said, Am I going to call you up and go, Hey, Dr. Katsi? Guess what? <laughs> Catherine is is in labor right now. But, Catsy um, was like, "Hey, don't worry. She's not gonna. It's not gonna happen early. Anyways, we go over there, uh, and uh, our one doctor said, "I, I want to make sure because she could have preeclampsia." I said, "Whoa." He goes, you know, the blood pressure rises, you get the, the, the protein the urine, uh, it could be dangerous for the mom, it could be dangerous for the baby, and if she has preeclampsia uh, setting in, because uh, you're already at the 37-week, the baby's pretty much done cooking, and what we'll do is induce labor and uh, have the baby now. I go, what do you mean now? He goes, well, you'll be a dad tonight. I'm like, time out. Whoa, wait a minute. It's a little, I, I got a show tonight.
3: <laughs>
0: we got our first show back. You, What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Tonight. So he goes, you know, we just want to make sure because uh, she could die. The baby could die. Oh, okay. But. She doesn't have any of the symptoms she's she's not getting dizzy she's not uh, uh you know seeing um double vision she you know she's not swelling in her face all of the the symptoms that go along with it so we go to the the emergency it's about eleven o'clock and uh they 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 have her pee in the uh the uh you know in a in a, in a look like a tub. (laughs) Big fat. Then this uh, guy comes in. And it's so funny. uh, Because. We haven't seen the doctor. That's on call. For our. uh, Doctor that's going to deliver the baby. So. When she gets there. And she's in the little. Emergency room area. um, A guy walks in. And he doesn't say right out of the gate what he's doing. We just see him walking toward us, and we're told that the doctor that's covering for Katzi's coming in. So right out of the gate, we're thinking this is the doctor. But here's the funny thing: this guy was about six foot two, weighed about two hundred and maybe eighty pounds, and his name was. Brandon. <laughs> he had this beard and this like hipster douchebag hair, and he's smiling and he's walking Toward us. And I'm thinking, don't tell me this is the doctor. Do not. If, if it is, I'm 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 walking out of here and I'm going to Cedar Sinai. Forget, I'm I'm out. I'm out. And he's like, hi, I'm Brandon. I'm here to take your blood. And I'm like, oh, Who all right. <laughs> It's their douchebag bottom he like, <laughs> so He's like, that's the Brandon. He's like, Brandon. Hi, the Brandon. So they do the blood. They do the whole thing. Hour goes by. Hour and a half goes by. And they got the, the monitor hooked up to my girl's stomach. And I can hear the baby and the blood pressure. And you see her blood pressure going down. And I'm thinking, you know what? She's gonna be fine. That goddamn blood pressure is gonna go back down just like it always does. We just get nervous and excited when we go to the other doctor because we get to see the monitors and I see the baby and sometimes the baby's like winking at me. (laughs) Sometimes he's doing poses. Sometimes he's doing like Heisman poses already in the womb. He's like doing the whole, the left hand out. He's holding the I don't know what he's holding in his hand. Maybe he's holding—he's holding something. He's doing a Heisman, and sure enough, the—the—the uh, the, the, the nurse said, "You know what? The doctor just called down because he's in—he's uh, probably doing something." Uh, I gave him the readout, and he said, "You're all right. You don't have the preeclampsia. Uh, it's a false alarm. But we want you to go home. We want you to relax. Put your feet up." As Soon as my girl heard, gets it you know, put her feet up and do nothing. She was just like, yeah. And then we left. And we came, uh, went to the house. Then I went to the studio, uh, did the pre-show prep, and here I am. So there's the baby story. So as of right now, there is no early baby. He's still cooking in there, all right? He's still cooking. He's still doing his Heisman pose. He's still getting ready. He's gonna pop out of there. He's gonna pop out of that the little the vag. He's gonna pop out. Right now, he's almost seven pounds. That's what the doctor said. He's six pounds and like I think eleven ounces or twelve ounces. almost seven pounds. They figure he'll be about seven and a half pounds. Bang, doing the Heisman pose. So there you go. There's the baby story for. All you guys. You got a Manson story in the beginning of the show. You got a baby story here in the middle. So let's go while we're keeping it a little loosey-goosey. All right? While we're keeping it a little loosey-goosey. Let's talk about Megyn Kelly since we're talking about loose. All right? And and I didn't forget about turkey, guys. I know the media has forgot about turkey. Okay? But I haven't forgot about turkey. But let's talk about loose. Let's talk about Megan Kelly. All right, let's keep it loose here. So, the big news today, aside from Manson being sick is that Megan Kelly is leaving Fox News. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we will no longer be able to look at Megan Kelly. Anymore. We will not be able to see her getting angry to the point of her eyes, ears, nose, wherever. She's going to drumroll NBC. NBC. Yes. Maiden Kelly will be going to NBC. Guess they need to. Um, and I'm not, listen. I'm not a big, big fan of like I know some people are like Megan Kelly's so hot. I'm not saying she's hot, but they need to sex it up a little. Okay, you can only look at Rachel Maddow for so <laughs> for so long. You can only look at her so long. You can only look at Joy Reid. All right, <laughs> you can only look at some of them for so long. I know that's sexist to say and horrible, but. Come on, MSNBC, if they, you know, you got a long way to go to try to be like Fox. A long way to go. Fox is still the number one uh, cable show, so they're poaching talent. You just sex it up a little. Get Megan Kelly in there. Still got Kimberly Gaffoil, all right? We still got Kimmy and them the massive memories. We're, we're We're all right. But Kelly's going to NBC. So here's the deal. Okay? Here's the deal. 20 million. million. 20 million. You want to talk about desperate. And it's NBC. I I got to imagine Lion Brian is upset as hell. Because she's not going to MSNBC. Granted. They'll all still be mingling, you know, so while she's in her office,
3: Rachel Maddow
0: will be like, like, totally sharking her. Like, real bad. She, I get her, I mean, she'll just, she's just going to be like, oh my, God. Oh, my God.
3: oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, she's going to be like, woo! And they better be careful. Listen, Rachel Maddow better be careful. Rachel right Maddow better be careful because, you know, Megan Kelly has no problem with 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 throwing that sexual harassment label around. So she better be
1: better be careful. Maddow doesn't walk
0: by her and drop her glasses.
1: She's like Megan, could you grab those glasses for me?
0: <laughs> she bends over. Thank you. And then she drops another, <laughs> another. Pair of glasses. Here you go. But twenty million—that's that's the rumor, okay. Upwards of twenty million to make the move, okay. Now, uh, Andrew Lack,
2: Andy Lack,
0: who's the chairman of NBC Universal News Group, uh, confirmed it. He said, Megan is an exceptional journalist and news anchor who has had an extraordinary career Yeah, that Fox created. See, that type of stuff, and I don't want to get too personal in my past life, but I experienced this type of stuff. I had a production company. I had a business, and I took talent, people. And gave them a career. They they were nothing. Now, some of them were something before they came to me, but the majority of them were nothing. And I gave them a platform, and I cultivated their career. And I, uh, you know, created the characters that they went on to become. Uh, I, I, I've done it. You know, my... Uh, my wrestling company, There, there. I have a lot of people from my old wrestling company uh, that have um, made it into the big leagues, or I would like to say big league. So I know what it's like to an extent. I know what it's like. And you get this talent and you cultivate it and then they leave they leave they they tell you to go f yourself and another company another entity basically takes what you created what what you uh blood sweat and teared into and they go okay thank you all the hard work is done now. So Fox started Megan Kelly from scratch. Remember, the rumor was, uh, and rather it's fake news, but the rumor was that her and Brett Hume were banging around with each other to the point where they even joked about the rumor of them banging around with each other. But regardless... Brit Hume basically found Megan Kelly. She sent like an audition tape or whatever the hell it was. And Brit Hume was like, hey, this girl's great. Yeah. Remember, Fox just hires hot chicks. So basically it's, hey, you know a hot chick who's in the reporter slash journalism game. And she's halfway competent. We can give her a shot. But she's got to be hot. She's got to be like. Gafoil hot. She's got to have massive memories, The legs. Alright. She can't be Joanne Reed. She can't. She can't be. Alright. She can't. Right, yeah, she's she she, she got, she got to be hot. Hot. Real hot. So. They get Megyn Kelly, and for 12 years, they cultivate her. They created the Megyn Kelly character. Donald Trump created the Megyn Kelly character. I mean, who Megyn Kelly is today is because of Fox, because of Roger Ailes. Because of Rupert Murdoch, because of Donald Trump. listen, if Trump just dismissed her and gave her no publicity whatsoever, Maine Kelly would not be at NBC right now, or on her way to NBC. Donald Trump put her on the map of super stardom. She's just a hot chick who does a conservative show. That's it. That's it. I mean, she's not as hot as she was. And like I said, I'm still not a big Megyn Kelly, you know, oh, she's hot, hot. But, you know, I'm not a fanook either. And it's obvious NBC is going, okay, Trump is president. There's a resurgence of a bit of conservative trend in America. You know, maybe we were a little quick to proclaim... Uh, Tranny bathrooms for everybody. Gay marriage cakes for everybody. Open borders for everybody. Safe spaces for everybody. Okay, maybe we were a little premature. You know what? Uh, Let's get Megyn Kelly. I mean, basically, listen. Basically, Megyn Kelly got What Glenn Beck was angling for. You don't think this is what Glenn Beck wanted? You don't think this is what... You don't think, at the end of the day, all of these people who are in that world, they're in the uh, political talk game, you don't think... They all sat there and went, you know, if Trump wins and there's this resurgence, there's this resurgence of conservatism, there, there's something like that, we got to kind of get a piece of that, piece of that. And you don't think the people like Glenn Beck and them went, all right, if I'm going to go hard against Trump and he wins, what the, what the F am I going to do? I've already lost a huge chunk of my audience by going hard against Trump during the primaries. Now that he's won, I need those. You know, if, if, Like we talked about before, if Glenn Beck lost a half a million people. Say he lost a half a million people. That's it for him. If he lost a half a million paying customers, it's over for him because he was already on life support. So what was Glenn Beck doing? He was angling being the conservative voice for a liberal, bash Trump, but be a conservative face where you can influence a tweener. You can influence Somebody that isn't completely Republican or completely conservative, but they're not completely, oh, I love dudes with boobs. That's why you saw Glenn Beck doing the Samantha B show. That's why you saw Glenn Beck doing his little, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, Hey, all you liberal shows, if you want a little piece of that conservative action, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Hey, 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 I'm your guy. And then they seen him stick his face in a bunch of Cheetos, and they went, oh, my God. This effing guy is beyond desperate. At least we know Megyn Kelly will let us sexually harass her for a while. (laughs) Hey, guys, remember, Megyn Kelly said... She was sexually harassed for years from Roger Ailes, years, which means Maiden Kelly was kind of cool with Roger Ailes getting his finger wet. (laughs) Come on. Just like Gretchen Carlson, he sexually harassed me for years. What that means is he was giving it to her for X amount of time. She was cool with going to his office give him a little dirty handy. Maybe she was doing what we found out Summer Redstone liked to do. Girls to to take his old 89-year-old ding-dong out of his pants to to pee, helping him pee, clipping his toenails.
1: (laughs) Who knows? We
0: don't know. But we do know that the sexual harassment went on for a really long time. While they all... While wow, those girls had these number one shows and they were the focal point of Fox. Hmm. To me that sounds like sexual quid pro quo. And then when they got dumped when 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 it time ran out, they were like, Oh, sexual harassment And in Megan Kelly situation, she's a liberal. She's always been a liberal. She was just playing a part. When Brett Hume was having her do the dirty, it was basically: "Listen, you're hot as f. All you got to do is read from a teleprompter. They'll write you some conservative guppily gook to say. Talk about black Santa Claus and uh, black Jesus. Whatever. Talk just, that that will get you out there, and you'll be huge. Yeah, but but Brett, I just." You know, I just, I, I, I love guys with, with boobs. I love it. I, you know, I do. Just shut up and pretend you're a conservative. Okay. Okay. So that's all she did. So she rode that for 12 years. And then once everything happened, rather it was Trump and Roger Ailes, she saw the writing on the wall and went, okay, I'm done. I'm out. Oh, by the way, Roger Ailes sexually harassed me. And I'm going to put that in my book because my book's already, it's my book. Nobody give the, Nobody cares about my book. Milo Lava pits from Breitbart has got more pre-orders than Megyn Kelly got orders for that's why she did the whole Roger Ailes and Trump thing. Those are those Roger Ailes segment was not originally in that book. That was a after. And that's it. So now, uh, Megan Kelly is over at NBC. She's going to have three roles, which is kind of hilarious, because one of the gigs. One of, the, one of the gigs is going to be a gig like she did where she sits down and does the interview with the guy with boobs. Remember she did that with the Laverne Cock and Trump? She did that whole shtick. So she's going to basically have something like that. So she's going to have a Monday through Friday daytime news show. So she's basically going to do a Ellen slash The View, but it's Megan Kelly. I mean, that's all it's going to be. I mean, if you don't get from what Andy Lack says, then you're a dum-dum. And I mean that with all respect. Monday through Friday daytime news show. Have you you you've all watched The View, right? To all the View is now. It's not a a a a a fun time with some celebrity that gets you know the 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 talk cross the cross talk from it's Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Bayar. I mean it's it's them. Being political for an hour, however long that effing show is. So this is just going to be Megyn Kelly by herself, being political
2: slash
0: the View. So she'll be political, but then have a guest on. She'll have some hipster liberal douchebag on, and it will. And that first year will basically be, well, oh, I like to welcome. Jennifer Lawrence and Jennifer will come out and she'll sit and it'll be, so what's it like to be free of all of those crazy Republicans? And then Megyn Kelly will look in the camera and give some goofy face. She gets kind of like what she's getting hit in the eye with spunk. And she'll turn back and be like, well, let me tell you. And then they'll, you know, talk, whatever. I mean, that, that's what it's going to be for the, I say first year, maybe only six months. But that will be this guest. All right, what's it like to be free? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, now let's talk about Republicans and let's talk about whatever. That's it. So Monday through Friday, daytime news show. And then Sunday night, she'll have a news show. So, Sunday night, she'll do like a John Oliver type of show. So, Sunday night on NBC, she'll do like a one-hour weekly wrap-up. And then, her third role will be like a roving reporter slash political event, so elections, uh, crises, I don't maybe there'll be uh, whatever, I, I, I don't know something and that's what she's going to do and she has an official statement and then we're done with this over a dozen years ago I started at Fox News in a job that would change my life now I've decided to end my time at Fox News and incredibly enriched for the experiences I've had. I have agreed to join NBC News, where I will be launching a new daytime show Monday through Friday, along with a Sunday evening news magazine program. I will also participate in NBC's breaking news coverage and its political special events coverage. While I will greatly miss my colleagues at Fox, I am delighted to be joining the NBC News family and taking on a new challenge. I remain deeply grateful to Fox News, to Rupert, Lanchin and James Murdoch And especially to all the FNC viewers Who have taught me so much About what really matters More to come soon
1: Happy New Year Happy New
2: Year Happy New Year
0: Goodbye So there you go uh, Megan Kelly um, going to NBC, NBC, and here's my prediction, and I was I was spot on with Colbert. I'm I'm spot. I've been pretty spot on with a lot of my stuff, like ninety percent, ninety five percent. She will fail miserably at NBC. Okay, people will not. Come in droves to watch the Megyn Kelly daytime show. Okay? They will not come in droves to watch the NBC daytime talk show that is Megyn Kelly. Guarantee. Guarantee. Just like they didn't come in droves to watch Stephen Colbert. Guarantee. Megan Kelly's show will last six months out. It'll put NBC in a weird position because they're going to be stuck with this multi-million dollar contract. Like multi-million dollar contract. Like a crazy contract. Remember. And this is what the left always seems to forget just because you're successful on the right doesn't mean that that somehow translates on the left just like the left thought oh uh, liberal radio yeah air america we're gonna yeah ed schultz we're gonna we're gonna have liberal radio No one listens to liberal radio. No one listens to liberal radio. Nobody cares about liberal radio because the media is liberal. And the left lives in this weird bubble where they don't get that or or they don't recognize it or they do recognize it, but again, they want to live in the bubble. Well, they don't see what they do as being liberal. They see what they do as being just the norm. Like I said in our segment before, when Chris Zilla at the Washington Post talks about embedding reporters in, in the heartland of America, and that's how uh, the media, that's how, you know, the newspapers are going to get their. Their 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 mojo back because they're they're gonna have people really reporting from everyday ma- doesn't matter they 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 can embed however many reporters they want but the Nicholas Christof's and the Chris they they still are liberal douchebags and you could give them every piece of information there is but it doesn't matter to them they go ah they dismiss it so liberals look at. The media, they look at the NBCs and the CBSs and the entertainment world, they, and then, what? They're, it's not this is normal. This is everyday normal. It's, it's everyday normal. You guys are effing nuts. You guys are all cuckoo. And that's how they look at everything. So liberal radio, oh, that's going to be huge. That's That's what liberals have been dying for, liberal radio. And then no one listens to liberal radio because, A, liberals don't listen to the radio. And, B, why would you listen to somebody on the radio who's liberal where you could just go to cnn you could just go to nbc you could just go to cbs you could just go to any daytime talk show you could go to any nighttime talk show you could go to any television program you could go to any movie any hollywood director Any the daily beast huffington post new york times washington post salon.com uh bill maher hbo uh the daily show uh John Oliver, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So liberals are in that bubble. Oh,
1: what? That's not liberal. We're not liberal. That's a certain Night
0: Live. That's not liberal. The Colbert, that's not liberal. So now in their mind, they're going, oh, yeah, Megyn Kelly. Yeah. But Megyn Kelly... Is going to do what? Liberal talk in a sea of liberal talk shows? So she's just going to be a good looking woman doing stupid liberal talk crap in a sea of other stupid liberal talkers. Okay. Oh, no, we're going to get conservative. No, you're who, who, What conservatives are you going to get? What, what conservatives are you going to get? Well, all the people that watched Megyn Kelly. No, the people that watched Megyn Kelly on Fox were Fox watchers. They were Sean Hannity watchers. They were Bill O'Reilly watchers. They were whoever. They were Fox News watchers. They were, you put on Fox News. That's where you believe it. And when she started to rip Trump apart, her ratings went to dog crap. Her ratings went to dog crap. She lost in the ratings when she started to go against Trump. So, okay. So she's now going to go to NBC and on her daytime talk show, rip on Trump. Okay. Add her to the mix. Add her to the mix. Who well, is she gonna be Seth Myers? You can't watch late night TV on NBC. You get Seth Myers. It's an hour of destroying Trump. Eleven thirty, CBS, an hour of destroying Trump. But again, liberals are in this weird bubble. Oh no, it's gonna be great. No, it's not. It's, she's gonna fail because liberals are going to go okay what's special about her what's special what is, what is so special what is so new what is so that she was a conservative now she's a liberal and they're not going to keep her a conservative they're not going to keep her a republican because then the left will destroy her the left will call for a boycott the left so mark my words she's going to be done in 6 months mark my words Megan Kelly will be done in 6 months trust me the Megan Kelly experiment will fail in six months. Just like I told you, it's uh, we're, we're weeks away from Colbert being canceled and replaced. Repeal and replace will be Stephen Colbert. So. All right, it's Rob Zaccari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We'll be right back in 32 seconds. And then we're going to talk about Turkey and we're going to wrap up. Don't go away.
1: 2015. During a press conference, Secretary Clinton assured us her private email server was secure, saying the server was on private property guarded by the Secret Service. Now, this would be laughable if it wasn't so serious. I know, you know, my constituents in eastern Iowa know you don't need to be a cat burglar to hack into an email server, and you don't need a cloth to wipe a server clean. One would think that a former United States senator, one would think That a former Secretary of State would know this as well. Would you agree with that statement? You would think,
3: although, as I said before, one of the things I've learned in this uh, case is that the Secretary may not have been as sophisticated as people assume. She didn't have a computer in her office at the State Department, for example. So I I don't think. So I would assume the same thing about someone who'd been a senator and a high-ranking official. I'm not sure it's a fair assumption in this case.
0: All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Real quick, not to. Um, not to keep, uh, um, you know, talking about this, but let me just throw it in. No sooner than we got done with this segment, uh, the New York, was it the New Yorker? New York Magazine, I guess they're like the new it magazine of, of getting news. Uh, they're talking about, uh, Fox News considering pro-Trump conservative, to fill the Megan Kelly time slot. That, that's what they're talking about. And they have uh, Trish Regan as a contender, Shannon Bream as a contender, Sandra Smith as a contender, and Martha McCollum as a contender. Rounded out by none other than the woman with the massive memories Kimberly Gufoyle. Yes. Kimmy Massive Memory Gufoil is rounding out and reports are that Gufoil is lobbying hard for the job. You know what that means? Um well, let your imagination run wild. All right. <laughs> Who whoever's the decision maker over there is seeing up close the massive memories. All right. Whoever is the final decision maker. All right. Whatever Murdoch is the final decision maker. That's the person. That's seeing the massive memories up close. It's the type of up close where Kimberly's walking by and she's like, "Oh, excuse me," and she like pretends she stumbles, and the guy's face is like right there. Just they're on the memories. They're just on there. It's like motorboating, and then she kind of like, "Oh, excuse me," and she kind of like moves her shoulders from side to side. So. Each memory hits the person in the face. It goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And the guy's, oh, that's all right, uh, Kim. And she's like, oh, uh, you know, I, oh, I dropped my pen. And then she bends over and just kind of backs up into the guy's <laughs> junk. So, anyways, that's the report. Okay, so while we're gone to finish out the program... Uh, and then i have to attend to my um girlfriend and my unborn child. We had another terrorist attack in Turkey. Yes. Uh today it's it's nobody's talking about the terror attack in Turkey. It's almost as if it didn't happen. Okay? They're t- they're they're very busy today talking about uh Trump and uh, if his tweet got Republicans to do a um flip-flop on the ethics reform uh package that they were going to cut because uh, the republicans were going to basically uh cut this ethics panel where it's an outside group that's able to uh, bring charges against uh, members of congress and they don't need um Basically, an anonymous person can can bring a charge. It's was, it was a whole big thing that was years ago, and Republicans were going to basically dismantle this and, and put it back in the hands of other Republicans. So basically, if uh, I don't know somebody was uh, calling up pages, okay, or or or. Uh, a Speaker of the House was trying to get it on with a young boy.
3: Um,
0: it would go through another congressman before it would uh, get out to the world. Kind of follow me. It would There wouldn't be an independent investigation that would be launched. It would be like the guy's best friend. So that's who would probe the Speaker of the House diddling young boys, or uh, a member of Congress hitting up pages at night on text saying, "Hey, I want to play with your ding dong, whatever." So they were going to pass this, and Trump tweeted, "Hey, don't we, uh, <laughs> don't you guys got other things to work on besides this?" Don't we have health care, don't we have... And then within 20 minutes of Trump tweeting that, the group that was going to pass this legislation met and then killed the legislation. So, obviously, a big piece of uh, the equation of this legislation... Or the rules package getting killed was Trump calling members of his own party out. So all day today it was, well, did Trump's tweet really work? Was it really his doing? That was the big news along with um, Ford talking about Killing plans uh, to have a, a factory in tech in uh, Mexico. So, was it Trump's? Uh, uh, you know, doing was was it was it
3: real?
0: So that's what everybody debated today. Terror attack in Turkey. A guy dressed as Santa Claus going into a club. Screaming, Awa Agbar, and then shooting over 30 people? Nah. I mean, a guy dressed up as Santa Claus.
1: Ho, ho, ho. Awa
0: oh, Akbar. Ba, 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 ba,
2: ba, 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 Jesus
1: Christ. That's, that's pretty big. That's pretty big, man.
0: That's pretty big. Happened on New Year's? Pretty big. So the media was able to bury it. I mean, it's nowhere today. All CNN's been talking about is did Trump's tweet really work? Should he take credit? Can he take credit? Can he take credit for Ford? Oh, and by the way, uh, Joey Sox uh, was at a New Year's Eve bash with Trump. Joey Sox. Harry boots. Some guy who pled guilty to uh, uh, having stolen goods. Some, some guy that's a quasi-gangster. Joey Sox. That's all they talked to. Joey Sox and uh, Trump being able to take... Like I told you guys, even if Trump does something good, the media doesn't want to give him any credit. Because then the low-information voter that gets their news strictly from CNN goes, Oh, see? That Trump is doing good. So even when it's
1: obvious in a situation like Ford... Or
0: even uh, this ethics panel, when Trump calls everybody out and goes, hey, guys, stop with this already. And within 20 minutes, they reconvene and go, all right, we're not going to do this legislation. Obviously, it was Trump. Fine, you don't want to give him 100% credit, but obviously, it was the Trump tweet. It was Trump putting everybody on notice, going, guys, kill this mother effer. And the media's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. So that's all they, they, they debated today. A guy dressed as Santa Claus going in uh, a nightclub in Turkey. ISIS going, that was our Santa Claus. We did that. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about it. So. All right, you guys. We are out of here. It's Rob's Carey it's Rob's Carrier show. We're going to see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Um, Big year. Big week. Big month. Don't go away. <laughs> Lakers? Jesus. F the Lakers. F them. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Be good. Be safe. And be careful of the Awa uh, Agbars dressed as Santa Claus later oh